Hey, everybody, this is Valerie B, and I am your host for Slay Your Workday podcast. And in case you don't know who I am, let me tell you, I am a former human resources professional. So I want to share some secrets with you. You know, I couldn't tell a lot of secrets when I was in human resources. You know, I couldn't tell when someone was getting fired. I couldn't tell when there were new benefits. I could not tell a lot of things. But I left my corporate job in 2019 and I am ready to share with you everything that I learned, not only in corporate America, but especially in human resources. So that's why we are talking about slaying your workday, because I'm going to tell you how to slay your pay, how to slay stress, how to slay traffic, how to slay some bad bosses, how to slay your mindset and so much more. So you know what I want you to do? I want you to stick with me because I'm your HR Slay Queen, and we're going to see just what we're able to slay today. Hey, everybody. So are you ready to continue and slay your pay? Well, let's talk about how to ask for the raise. Yes, Now we're going to talk about how to ask for the raise. Yesterday, we talked about how to prepare to ask for the raise. And you'll find that some of the steps are a little similar. But today, we're going to focus on how to ask for a raise. So you know what? If you have looked at your paycheck over and over, I mean, I used to do the same thing. Look at your paycheck over and over, and your paycheck is just not where you think it should be. I mean, really, most people's paychecks are not where we want them to be, but are you in line or aligned with your worth and your value for the position that you are in? And that's what you need to look at. And you need to decide when you are going to ask for a raise, if you're going to even ask for a raise, if you're going to be like me and just kind of sit there and a CEO told me about 15 years ago to never, ever, ever ask for a raise. And I didn't do it, but I regret that. I'm no longer in a nine to five, but I still regret the fact that he told me to never ask for a raise. So I never had the opportunity to ask for my value and ask for what I believe that I was worth. I did the job of sometimes two or three people and only got the pay of one. And I know that there are a lot of you out there who are doing that. You're working and you're working, you're becoming workaholics. You're working a lot of overtime. You know, some people have not come to work. So you have to step in and you have to fill in for what they do. And then when when I went on vacation, when I was at my nine to five, let me be real. I used to go on vacation and I worked just as hard before going on vacation that I did when I got back from vacation. So, you know, I needed a vacation from the vacation. How many of you know about that? Well, let's talk about how to negotiate a pay increase for you. So first of all, like we said in the last episode, make sure that you have talking points. Well, in the last episode, we didn't call it talking points. We just wanted to make sure that you had supporting documentation. But here as you begin to literally ask for your raise, you need to make sure that you have talking points that are clear. Make sure you know exactly what you want to say. Make sure you know exactly what you want in a raise. And then make sure that you have some backup documentation. You know, have you driven cost savings in some way? That's one thing. Do you have positive reviews for your work throughout the year? 
How about from your peers or from other managers or from customers or from clients? Do you have any of those things? How did you help the company to meet its goals? And if you have all of these things, then that's what you need as your talking points. These are going to be your talking points and it's okay to write them down. Write them down if you need to so that you can refer back to them if you want to put them on. If you don't want to put them on paper or you want to put them on index cards, do that. Whatever it takes, just make sure that you have some specific talking points so that you don't not only waste your time, you don't waste your manager's time either. You know what you're going to talk about. So go in and talk about it. Don't start talking about the weather. Don't start talking about their children. Don't start talking about everything but that. And then when you're finished talking about everything, then you only got a couple of minutes left to talk about the salary increase. Don't do that to yourself. Go in and talk about business as you want to. It's okay to greet them and ask how everybody's doing, but don't spend all of your time asking about other things instead of what you're supposed to be focused on. Next is know what the going rate is for your job in the region. And remember, that's what I recommended that you all go to salary.com and you look at what the going rate is, the minimum salary, the midpoint and the maximum salary is for your position in the region because you cannot work in, let's say, Michigan and you try to compare a salary to someone who works in California. You just can't do that because California's cost of living is much higher than the state of Michigan. So make sure that when you go into salary.com and you go to that salary wizard, you literally put in the correct region. You put where you are working because if you don't, then they could put they could put you in California. They could put you in at any state, but you want to make sure it is comparable to the salary that's in the state or the region where you are currently working. And then if it is a negotiation, listen to your boss's points. It's okay. Your boss may come back and say, well, you know, this this is not really enough information for me. You know, whatever it is your boss says, but make sure that you listen to your boss's talking points and then you are able to counter. You can counter. There is nothing wrong with giving a counter. Say, you know what? I agree with you. However, in addition to what you're saying, I need you to see that according to salary.com, that my salary should be here. I've looked at the description of my job, of my position here. I've done a lot of research. I've done my homework and I understand what you're saying, but I need you to understand what I'm saying as well. Okay. So make sure that you are not afraid to counter just because your boss gives you, you know, a little bit of negotiation or, or, or basically tries to counter what you're saying, counter what they're saying. It's okay to counter. Okay, and then if the raise does not materialize, let's say they say it's due to budgets that they can't give it to you. They say it's not the right time of year. They say that you need to come back to them with more information. Let's say make sure that you have a backup plan. I call it a backup plan and some places called a fallback plan. And that means, do you want a title change? What other things do you want? Do you want a title change? Do you want to work on a a certain project? Or do you want 
you know, more time off or do you want flexible work schedules like we talked about in the last episode? And so that's how you begin to ask for a raise. But I wanted to add some more things in here. I want to let you know what you should expect after you have asked for your raise. So first thing is that don't expect them to get back with you immediately. They probably won't get back to you right away. You know, um, so don't expect an immediate answer. Unless it's a very small company, then your manager may not really even be the one that has the authority to give you a raise or to even approve a raise. They may have to go through the chain of command. And don't you just hate the chain of command? They go through the chain of command. So like my boss had to go to her boss and then her boss had to go to his her boss and, and, and on and on and on. So, I mean, you never know the different chains it has to go through and the number of people that it has to go through to get it approved. Because remember that when they talk about giving you a pay increase, it does affect and it will affect the budget. So even if he or she, your boss, really does not does want to give you an answer quickly, they really probably can't. So make sure that you are aware of that. So it will probably need to be discussed um, not only with human resources, but with executives in the company as well. And finally, don't feel bad if your request is turned down. Don't do it. There simply may not be money in their budget or regardless of how well-deserved your raise might be. You never know. I mean, sometimes I've had to leave the office and say, oh, with some things, it is what it is. And sometimes it may be what it is. And if you know that they have money in the budget, but they just don't want to give you the raise, they're not valuing you. They're not valuing your work. And it may be time for you to at least look out in the industry and see what else is out there. There's never any harm in just looking, looking to see what other companies are offering you, looking to see it. Because if, if your employer does not value you enough to make some flexibility, maybe they can give you a raise. Maybe they can give you something else. But if they're not willing to do anything for you, that could be a problem. And that could be a red flag to show you and to tell you just what they're really thinking about you. But in addition to that, there are many companies that have formal company policies that determine salaries and pay increases. And we talked about that in the last episode. So, you know, there may not be some flexibility in the money piece, but there could be some flexibility in the other pieces. So just make sure that you are talking to your boss in a way that's, that lets them know that, you know, and I wouldn't actually tell them that if I can't get a raise, I'll take this. I wouldn't say that upfront because they will know automatically that they can just offer you something else. Give them the opportunity to research it, to go to HR, to go to the executive, to go to whoever they need to go to and talk about the raise first. Then once they come back to you and they tell you that they are unable to do it, then you can make some other alternatives for them. You can present them with other things that they could do for you at that time, but please don't do it before they even have the opportunity to talk about it because, of course, they're going to take the lesser of the two and the lesser of the two is going to be the alternative or the other option. And you want to make sure that their focus remains on getting you your raise that you're asking for. And then if they cannot give you that, 
that they would be willing to give you something else. But make sure that you have it in your mind already what the other things could be that they could offer you that would be okay instead of the raise if that becomes the issue. All right. So this is what we're talked about on today's episode, how to slay your pay by asking for a raise, what to know to expect when you are asking for your raise. So if you have not already subscribed to this podcast, make sure you do so. Share it with your family, your friends, your coworkers, and even share it with your boss. And don't forget, you can go to slayyourworkday.com if you want the full guide for free. Okay, I'm saying it, it's for free. So go to slayyourworkday.com and you can get this guide from beginning to end for free. Well, you know my philosophy. It is. It's time to stop talking about it. It's time to stop complaining about it. It is time to be about it and do something about it. Make sure you tune back in and see what are we going to be slaying next. Ciao for now.